You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. Want to welcome everybody to the program. Of course, every Saturday, the 9.30 half hour, myself and the MedPoint team are joining you on AM 980 here, talking all things about health and fitness. And we got a lot of great stories to get to this week. Um, last week, I was on by myself. You mm-hmm. know, I was just an out, I felt like an outcast. <laughs> I felt like the team abandoned me. But I'm pleased to say I have back with me Peter Martone. Peter, how are you? Ronnie, I'm doing well. I'm Good. glad you're back in the studio with I've you. I've got a lot of fan mail from you. Just, just, they say, give me, give me more Pete. Well, I'm back. So I'm glad you are. Yeah. And joining us for her first time making the radio debut is Carrie Little. Carrie, Hello. I'm, I'm excited to finally be here and experience the Saturday morning radio show. Yeah, because I know you always hear about our adventures. and I listen and, to uh, it. Yeah, she Trial listens to it. You listen to it? I listen you, to it. Are you paid to listen? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It is a good show, though. And I mean, yeah. what we're trying to do every, every Saturday is make an impact on lives. We're trying to educate and inform people. I mean, I know firsthand uh, Matt, our, our awesome producer, has probably learned such a vast amount about health and fitness over the past... <laughs> <laughs> four, five, six months that, uh, you know, he, we're ready to hire him just any time. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but what do we got going on? We got a lot going on at MedPoint. 13 week program is just finishing up. Uh, mm-hmm. Carrie, you've been kind of heading that and, and bringing out the updates. Yeah. So talk to us about kind of what we can expect next week and, uh, where the contestants are at. So next week is the final week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three more sessions for everyone. Um, as well as a final fitness assessment where we'll get to see the results. Um, Bod Pod's coming in. It's been good results so far, so I can only assume that the, it'll stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see the final results too. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I know uh, like Taz and Brad have been doing just phenomenal. You, you way to work put with it. Brad. So, I do. Um, Every single day. He's you know. coming in, sweating, 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 yeah. <laughs> dropping the weight and pushing more weight. So. Yeah. Um, we should actually, uh, go by his desk, uh, on the way out of here and, and leave him some encouraging notes, you know, Maybe just, we will. just make sure it stays on track. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing obviously that's new and exciting to MedPoint right now, Pete, you headed this project. Yeah. The MedPoint nutrition bars. They're fantastic. They look awesome. They got great, uh, taste to them. Yeah. They, say, they look awesome and taste even better. Yeah. So tell us just a little bit about it from kind of give us just a recap from start to finish uh, process of the making of the bars and stuff like that, because it is awesome to have something that you're completely in control of, that you don't have to go out to a store, read a label with 100 items on it and try and decipher what's going to be best for your body. So go ahead. No, exactly. We started from scratch here by the labels, what's in the bar, what kind of bars we wanted. Mm. We picked exactly what we wanted in the ingredients. If I I flip over one of these bars here in my hands and I I read the ingredients, you'll understand or recognize every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And the thing is there's not that much to them. It's, for example, this one has... Whey protein isolate, organic peanut butter, organic peanuts, organic sunflower seeds, apples, ground flaxseed, organic vanilla extract, sea salt. Mm-hmm. Simple. You know everything there. There's nothing that you don't understand. Healthy. It only has 150 calories. Yeah. Great source of protein. And the body breaks it down easily exactly. when, it's, when it's kind of 
less ingredients and more of the stuff that's natural to our system. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to have something that you know what you're putting in your body, mm. rather than covered in chocolate, right? Absolutely, and it's all good tasting too. Yeah, very yeah. good. People have enjoyed the taste, and they're for sale now at MedPoint. Yeah, so you can come down to MedPoint and grab uh, an individual bar, a six pack or a twelve pack, and we can mix and match. We have uh, peanut butter, apple, uh, apple, and then the vanilla almond. Yes, we do varieties. So the the one is a higher carb. Yep. More of an energy. Kind of right um, for after workout to kind of replenish those stores. And the protein mm-hmm. bar is kind of if you're feeling the mid-afternoon slump and need some something to feel full or feel, then you don't want to eat too much. It's, it's, a, it's a good start yeah. there. Yeah, it has a chicory root fiber in it. And it's exactly. awesome. It tastes kind of like, uh, it's almost like a taffy kind of texture. So it's good. people may like that and kind of mm-hmm. settle down a craving. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I want to kind of shift now because we want to talk about a couple different stories. I get this a lot from individuals, maybe they're just starting a program and they think that, what is this program going to do for me? It's already too late. I've already gained 100 pounds. I've already, you know, had a surgery. I've already, you know, my body is falling apart. But we know, Pete, when -hmm. you go the extra mile, like we encourage our people in the gym to, that there are many benefits. Yeah, it's never too late to start, as we tell everybody. You can start at any age, and the benefits are endless. Mm. Got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, we This article we, we took off CTV here, it says that men who are more fit in their middle ages are, are, likely, are less likely to be diagnosed with lung or colorectal cancers in their later years. Mm. And that's even if they started exercising at their middle age. So... It, it's clearly evident here. They took um, research from 13,000 men who averaged the age of 49 to, um, or actually 49 years old, um, between 1971 and 2009. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the study, 20% of the men in the lowest fitness field had actually died, compared to the 4% in the moderate fitness field and the 3% in the highest fitness field. So look at those numbers right right away. 20% down to 4% in the very next category. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 16% difference for just moderate exercise, mm-hmm. not even the highest category. Exactly. And that's a great number to go off of because... Just, yeah, talking about death there. Yeah. 16% difference. Yeah. Um, those in the highest fitness group were less than half likely to be diagnosed with lung cancer or the colorectal cancer. Mm. So half your chances are diminished by just starting to exercise, even when you're, at say, at 40 years old. And yeah. shows with just a little more can do yep. like just by increasing little just, amounts just small amounts so individuals starting or looking to start i think it's important to encourage people in the proper ways because you know everybody kind of has their fears when beginning a program whether it's their self-image or whether you know maybe they've had previous injury um, whatever the case may be but making sure that what you're doing is comfortable to your lifestyle it fits in and, and you can make it work and it's it and it helps you, mm-hmm. whether that be a home workout, whether that be joining a program at MedPoint with us, uh, even if you just want to focus on your nutrition for right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is a real issue for people. And if they get that under control, then, you know, the health benefits will come about. But it certainly is never too late. And I'll just mention this before we jump to the next uh, article. Um, one of my clients, Bob, has a carotid artery uh, blockage history in his family. And he went vegan for one year, and I know not just anybody can do this. He was very determined. 
um, you, you know, he, he actually diminished that blockage by 14% just mm-hmm. by, just by going vegan, mm-hmm. which is wow. awesome. Yep. Yeah. So it just goes, and he's 72, <laughs> just to point that note out. So if you ever think it's too late, it's never. it is never too late. Never too late. So that kind of brings us to our next article that we wanted to talk about. And this is a new tool and I love technology. Um, sometimes technology can really help us, uh, f- for a lot of different things. Pete, we talked about it on previous shows with the accelerometer and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and those Fitbits and stuff like that. Yep. This new tool is actually telling us it can foresee or like foretell cardiac events potentially. Yeah. So the new instrument, it's, it's by this company called Global Risk, or it's called Global Risk, Mm -hmm. um, allows you to determine the risk simply simply by inputting your age, gender, blood pressures, cholesterol numbers, whether or not you have diabetes or smoke, and the country you live in. Mm -hmm. So just simply by putting those numbers in, it can predict whether or not you're more likely to have a cardiac event in the upcoming years of your life. Um, It's pretty neat because it's, it's... Taking into a lot of a lot of things as well as where you live, because some things are generalized across countries. Yeah. But now they're, they're specifically saying, okay, if you live in Japan, this is the one for you. If you live in Mexico, this is the one for you. Live in Denmark or wherever it is, this is the one for you. That's great because before they probably just had comparative against Ex- exactly the, entire population. the average, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I know this is particularly interesting for a lot of people who have previous uh, family risks of. Uh, heart attack or whatever. Yeah, my my dad actually had a heart attack uh, at 49. Okay. So knowing um, future um, instances or things that could happen just by in- entering that simple information is, yeah. is super important and a very preventative healthcare yeah. type of thing. Yeah, it's great. And I mean, even if that number might not seem st- staggering to you at first, you know, I wouldn't want to play around with a 10% chance of having a heart attack. Nope. I'd want to get that number as low as I can. You know of what course. I mean? Yeah, of course. So that kind of ties into our first story that it's never too late because yeah. really if if we have all this technology working in our favor now, we can see the warning signs coming up on the road ahead. We better correct our paths now. Mm-hmm. Act now before we have a heart attack or a stroke or get diabetes. And it could, too, give people that extra motivation. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, such a small number, but just knowing that if I improve my diet a little bit, if I start exercising more, just could lower the numbers yeah. or help you. It's like winning the lottery, Pete. You know how how far out of a number that is. Yeah. If I was told I could increase my chances by even, even a few percentage, I would take that. 100%. Yeah, so, would. I mean... You're just playing with numbers here and, and certainly uh, getting technology on our side. You know, maybe we'll all live until we're 150. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be taking a break right now. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a couple other health articles in the news today. Diet research built on a house of cards? Maybe. We'll find out next. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. Welcome back to the program. I want to thank you all for joining us this morning. Of course, every 9.30 uh, a.m. on AM 980. Kind of like a lot of nines and a.m.s there. But uh, myself and the MedPoint team will be joining you talking all things health and fitness. 
I am so pleased to have my co-workers back with me. I was flying solo last week, but I have Peter Martone and Carrie Little joining me on this morning's show. Yep. Thank you, guys. We are here to help. Yes. Help you ratings. I mean, I'm sure the show just was <laughs> sucked last week. So Inadequate. That's why you guys are here, really. Yep. So, anyway. Color commentate. Yeah, exactly. Lend some help. Mm-hmm. March Madness, Pete. Yes. want to chat a bit about it because I talked a, a bit about it on last week's show and I was just pumping how good your bracket was because mine kind of got busted. I had Maryland <laughs> in the final. I don't know what I was thinking, but I like the number four, so I picked a lot of four seeds to go through. Not the best way to do it. My final four is still intact, so I'm good. I'm sitting pretty right now. Yeah. So Hopefully. I, I, I hoped you tuned in because, uh, you know, I hope you get the million dollars or whatever you're, <laughs> you're striving for in your bracket here. It's a good bracket between some friends, so yeah. it'll be fun. Carrie, you don't do you fill out a bracket? No, no. you're in the know. golf thing, right? You're in the I'm golf in a family thing. golf pool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And Tiger's coming back, apparently. Yes, I heard that. Maybe for the News Masters. To me. Let's not rush the gun here. If he plays in Houston next week or something, then or I forget when the Houston tournament yeah. is, but that's the one typically golfers will go in before the Masters to prep. Right. Wow. So I think the Masters is like three weeks away, something uh, like that. April. It's soon. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that'd be awesome if Tiger came back. I'm excited. Unless he's, he's not, not. He's not in, in mine, so oh, I okay. don't really well, care. But someone forget else. about him. <laughs> yeah. Like Gary's saying, let's forget about Tiger. He can stay at home. <laughs> Anyways, when we left, we talked about this diet research being built on the House of Cards, and we're not talking about Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. snacking on some ribs outside of. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Frank. Shop. Yeah. No, Frankie's shop. That's his name. Yeah. 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 Was... Pete, you're a big fan of the Fred. show. You know where Fred. I'm going with. Yeah, Fred Shop. Yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah, with. yeah. So <laughs> great show. What we're talking about is the diet research maybe being flawed because of where the information's coming from. Exactly. Um most often when there's diet research put out there, it's based on questionnaires and surveys. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if okay, let's put it this way. If you had ice cream last night on a survey about healthy eating, do you think you would put that on there? I most definitely probably would not put that on there because my trainer, whoever is looking at it, will say I I misbehaved and I ate the thing I shouldn't have eaten. If I just don't put that on there, maybe he'll forget about it and and I'll forget about it and it'll be fine. Carrie, if you ate a pound of bacon this morning and you were handed a survey about your eating habits, would you be honest about that? Probably not. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not something you you want to share. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that any of us would do that because you know obviously we're having healthy meals and stuff because we're health professionals. <laughs> but but that's the real issue is that people do lie on these and the data drawn from these is used in serious research. Yeah, research that people will often base their entire lives around. Yeah. If 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 the paleo diet is now getting hundreds of research articles on it. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe I'm convinced. I'll yeah. start eating, you know, whatever they're eating. Yeah, exactly. A lot of meat and stuff. But it, it it does show the truth can be bent and, and we need to be careful with what sources we're taking this from. Oh, exactly. The there it's funny because they they looked at what um the average obese individual write down a chart and the average lean individual write down on a chart. And more times than not, the obese individual wrote down much less calories in their diet on a daily basis. Now, if you look at things just stepping outside of the box, the 
obviously, on average, an obese person would probably eat more food mm -hmm. than the, the lean person. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So if this is where the result, the, the data has been coming from, how, how are we basing all of our, all of our tests on exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. That's, you know, it's interesting because, yeah, we do need concrete ev evidence. And this is kind of what they're getting at in this article. You know, we need to make sure that blood work, different things like that are taken into effect mm -hmm. because that's the concrete evidence. If I take blood work, then I can see where your cholesterol is, where your blood sugars are, what's happening. Yeah. And then, you know, we can better line that up. Yeah. Uh, so I, the real question is, do we want to be spending more money on doing tests like that instead of just questionnaires yeah. for well, people. Well, we we've it's common knowledge now that obesity is an epidemic and yeah. it's killing thousands, millions of people every single year. Mm -hmm. um, we spend money on other issues that are, are epi epidemics. Why can't we put an extra money towards this and have um, valid data that can lead proper research? Yeah, and really try and get to the root of the issue. Yeah. I agree with that. And, you know, I think it might even have to be a kind of a combination of both just because. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's tough because you you could have somebody over your shoulder all the time monitoring your eating, mm -hmm. but you have to pay that researcher yep. however much money. I don't know how much scientists make, but mm -hmm. probably a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, so how do you successfully monitor it? it? But certainly I think the main thing coming from this article is we need to be careful what we base our decisions yeah, on. Exactly. Like the, the next time you see a headline about a diet or nutrition in the news, yeah. don't just assume it's correct. Read into it. Where is the data coming from? Where is it evidence-based? Yeah. Is it based on a questionnaire or is it based on a urine sample for, for the, the results? Yeah. And, and, and then you can go forward from that. Forward oh, from that. It's a great point. Yeah. Our... our our ever-growing healthcare system has having to spend more money, right? It seems kind of, kind of silly, but at the same time, we need to keep it's worth the population it. healthy. Yeah, and but but the the funny thing is, it comes down to choosing better, eating healthier. Yeah. And if some, if people just learn to eat healthier with um, knowledge that you can learn in any textbook, yeah, just on how food works. There'd be big differences, and we could cut costs in that. In exactly, that, in that, right? and that's kind of like MedPoint is all about preventative healthcare, being proactive with your healthcare. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you're not sure where to start, or if you're not sure kind of where to turn, come down, get our opinion on some things. You know, you can get a full comprehensive medical. You can book in the fitness program. You have kinesiologists working with dietitians. You. Dietitian Brianna, of course. Mm -hmm. The end of nutrition month is coming up. I was hoping to have her on the show, but. Um, you know, be surrounded and surround yourself with individuals who are knowledgeable on it or who can at least point you in the right direction because that's going to be key in really helping you for your, um, for sustaining weight loss and stuff like that. So, uh, the last article that we wanted to get to, um, is the six mistakes derailing your fitness goals. So there's a lot of people and, and, Pete, how did this show work? I mean, the the flow of it is just perfect. Uh, sometimes it works like that, Ron. Jeez, you'd almost think that we planned this or something. I like to think I tried. <laughs> um, no, but this is great because this exactly follows suit. Like, I mean, people making mistakes on on basing their their diet, kind of mm -hmm. meal planning around these fad diets. Mm -hmm. um, 
but let's talk about the fitness sense of mm-hmm. things. People making mistakes uh, about fitness goals. So the first mistake we can kind of bounce around here is uh, the over-reliance on steady-state cardio. Mm-hmm. You, so, you, well, obviously, you, we, we've been talking about this on pr- prior shows, that you need to do more than just mindless cardio. Mm-hmm. Do interval training two times a week. Um, it improves your cardiovascular system as well as your muscular strength. Yeah. So instead of just running for hours and hours, throw some weights in there. It it. it you may not think it's cardiovascular, but it actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as you can maintain that heart rate up. And, you know, a lot of our clients at MedPoint, we do circuit-style training with mm-hmm. kind of a good mix of cardio, weight training, and overall it does really help. Um, what about focusing too much on calories, Carrie? Now, this is something that a lot of clients happen to do and, um, you know, something that they can kind of get wrapped up in. Yeah, so you need to be paying more attention to the quality of uh, your nutrition and not just how many calories you're consuming. Mm-hmm. So everyone seems to get focused on the numbers and you're you're looking at how much you're eating. You're thinking, oh, I can eat this cookie because it's only this many calories. Mm-hmm. But it, you need to be more focused on um, what you're eating. So um, it might be the same amount of calories, but it's going to be more energy dense. Yeah. Now, I know that we're running out of time for the show today, but um, we're going to be posting these on the Facebook fan page. I want to uh, talk just briefly on this last one here, the being lazy the rest of the day. Even if you've worked out, even if you've done well with your nutrition and stuff for the day, at 7 p.m. at night, you shouldn't just pack it in. No. Right? You shouldn't just kind of commit yourself to the couch for the rest of the night. You know, try and get up, try and take frequent breaks, maybe take the dog out for a walk or something like that. There's no justification for it. Uh, It's a behavior that can get dangerous because if it's just night after night after night, you think I put my time in the gym and then, uh, you know, it's kind of a slippery slope there. So we'll post the rest of those on our Facebook fan page. I want to thank uh, Peter and Carrie for joining me today. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Ron. Thanks. Yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed the show. It was good. Yeah, a, lot it was, of, a lot of back and forth. A lot of fun Discussing there. this stuff. And, of course, uh, we'll be back at it next week. If you have any questions, you can always email me. It's ron at medpoint.ca. You can always call uh, call our uh, headquarters, downtown City Plaza, 519-432-1919. And, uh, of course, you can always visit the website, medpoint.ca. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us.